We are continuing our uh, series, uh, studies on Book of Colossians. I think I mentioned once, uh, the Book of Colossians consists of two major parts. First part is chapter one and two. Uh, Paul talks about who Jesus Christ is and what he has done for us. And second part, which is uh, chapter three and four, Paul covers that since we know who Jesus Christ is, since we know what he has done for us, how should we live then? It's the applicational part. That is a chapter 3 and 4. Remember I said uh, what we believe, uh, the word orthodox, uh, has to go along with orthopraxy, other way to say it, which is we, we, what we believe has to go along with what we practice. You can say, I, I believe, but if you, work, if you don't live according to what you believe, it doesn't really make any sense, right? Today's text telling us how we're supposed to live Christian life in relationship. When you have a good relationship, your life is smooth sailing, right? But when you have bad relationship, when your relationship is really sour and you know, bitter and your life is miserable, we all experience that, right? Therefore, the relationship is so important. Uh, Jesus came, you know, he came so that we may have life, right? Life in abundance. And uh, that means uh, we have to live abundant life in every aspect of our lives, right? That includes our relationship. Because relationship is so important. And today's text, I want to talk about uh, the most important relationship among other relationships uh, besides our relationship with God. That is husband and wives. And uh, so if we are married, uh, God bless you. If you are not married, God bless you too. Uh, marriage is such a gift. Uh, and you can experience heaven on earth through the marital relationship. Amen? Some of you are married couples. Uh, and some people experience hell on earth through the bad marital relationship. And we have to understand what Bible says about husband and wife and their specific roles so that we may have experience heaven on earth. Whenever I have a chance to officiate the wedding, I always tell the couples, you better wake up from the illusion that you will have a perfect marriage. You're not going to have a perfect marriage because you're not perfect and your spouse is not going to be perfect. How can you expect perfect marriage, right? We're not perfect. But Bible teaches us the ideal marriage, right? If we pursue after the, what the Bible says, we'll experience abundance in our uh, relationship. God's word doesn't give 10 or 12 directives to a wife. There's only one word that is Submit. Isn't that simple? You may say, Pastor Ken, what are you talking about? This is the 21st century. What? Submit to your husband? Are you kind of old-fashioned person? Uh, you may say that, but that means you misunderstand what Bible charter says, right? What, sub what submission means. The Bible doesn't burden husband down with it, like dozens of things to remember. But there's only one word that is love. There is profound beauty in the simplicity of God's plan for husbands and wives. When we clearly understand 
what this means, we'll have abundant blessing in our marriage life. And for some of you, for your future uh, your marriage life. Right? right? So first, I want to all the wives and future wives-to-be to read this verse 18 once again. Let's read verse 18 once again. Ready? Wives and future wives-to-be, let's read. Let's begin. Wives, submit to your husband as it is fitting in the Lord. Some people think submit or submission, positioning a uh, wife lower than, than husband. Therefore, they reject the idea of submit to the leadership of a husband. The word submission has nothing to do with inferior. Jesus submit himself to God, right? Wasn't he equal to God? Of course he was equal to God. But there was a role that he took it voluntarily. Philippians 2, chapter 6, chapter 2, verse 6 says, who being, Jesus Christ, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God. That's who Jesus was. Submission doesn't mean that women are inferior to men. Husband is not superior, to, superior than wife. It is simply God-given Lord. Colossians chapter 3, verse 28 said, There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all in Christ Jesus. The Bible is very clear that all of us are equal, right? Simply, there is a different role that we need to play. Back in Roman Empire time, wives had no choice but to obey their husband. But here in this text, word submit in Greek means volitional choice. It is volitional choice. It is a willful choice. It means choose to obey. Someone say, husband is the head and wife is the neck. So wherever neck turns, you know, head goes along. Why is an emotionally mature wife respect and build her husband's leadership? Sometimes, wife may see her husband has no spiritual leadership. What do you do when your future husband or your husband has no spiritual leadership? What do you do? What is your role if they don't have spiritual leadership? You have to build them up so they can, have, they can practice their leadership. It may take time, but that's what God uh, is delighted in us. Verse 18, once again, uh, wife, submit your wife, uh, wife, submit to your husband as it is fitting in the Lord. That the phrase is very important, as it is fitting in the Lord. Some argue, what if uh, there is conflict between husband's word and God's word? What do you do? Do I still need to submit to my husband? Uh, that's why we have this phrase, as it is fitting in the Lord, in the Lord. If it is, not, if it is against God, what God says, you have to submit to God. Definitely, definitely, right? What I'm trying to say is this. Men and women are different in their role. That's God has given us. God made us differently. For example, using the bathroom. You know, I have my side and my wife Julia has her side. I think that we use in the bathroom. I think I just counted the other day. I think I, I'm using five items in the bathroom like shaving cream, shavers, and toothbrush, and uh, like one lotion, and I think soap, that was it. But my wife's side, I, there's a whole bunch of the things 
I can't even tell the differences. There are so many of them. To me, every notion is a notion, but you know, it's a different kind, different, you know, like notion, you gotta apply uh, different times. Men and women are different in the way they shop too, right? A man will pay $2 for $1 item he needs. Woman will pay $1 for $2 item she doesn't need, but it was on sale, right? So submission has nothing to do with equality of differences of man and woman. We can, I can go on and teach about you know, the submission and other stuff, but simply I want to say, wife, submit your husband in the Lord. This is the attitude you're acknowledging that God made us differently and God made us to play different role in the community called family and husband and wife. Submission is the attitude, I believe it's the attitude of voluntarily putting yourself under the leadership position of your husband so God will be glorified. Now, I want all the husbands and, and, and husband-to-be to read verse 19. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Love is the most important thing, right? And husbands should love. Uh, someone mentioned about four different uh, ways to love them. First one is selfless love and sacrificial love and sanctif sanctifying love and supreme love. I think he... I think very uh, well, uh, well said. Uh, I think for this, I think for very important uh, uh, love to practice. Husband should display a selfless love. That's how Jesus loved the church. When you marry your wife, you I, I want I want all the husband or husband to be uh, in the future to listen to this very careful. When you marry your wife. You gave up all your personal rights and your independence. When you were single, you could make decisions based solely on what you wanted. But now, you cannot make decisions based upon what you want to do. Did you hear that, all the husbands? Husband-to-be? Just as Christ gave himself up for the church, you are to give yourself up for your wife. Her welfare and happiness must be considered in every decision you make. As I was preparing this message, I became very emotional <laughs> because I made so many mistakes, not taking care of my wife's welfare and her well-being. So I can depend as I was preparing this message. Back in Roman Empire time, secular culture considered wife as slave they considered them as their own possessions. In Greek culture, wives couldn't even go out without their husband's permission. And there were many husbands leave their wives at home and went for the business trip for months and months without even telling them. You know, Christianity and Jesus' teaching changed the whole uh, the secular um, marital relationship. It was a revolutionary teaching and it was impact the secular culture. Jesus taught that husband ought to love his wife sacrificially. They have to love their wife as Jesus loved the church and gave himself for the church. Paul used the word agape. You know what agape, right? That is unconditional love. Even though uh, she is mean to you, husbands, listen, you got to love your wife unconditionally. 
And today's text says to husband, do not be harsh with them. What's that mean? Do not be harsh with them. It's the meaning of abuse, either physical abuse or verbal abuse. Meaning, hey, be nice to your wife. Say nice thing to your wife. You heard, husband, listen, you heard the expression, happy wife, happy life. Did you hear that? I want to maybe add one more the phrase there. Make happy wife in the Lord. Then you will have happy life. By nature, guys do not know how to make their wives happy. I know that so well because I'm one of the guys, right? So husbands need to study. You know, there are so many great materials out there. Like, you know, Dr. Uh, Craig Hill's materials, I have it. You can, oh, by the way, did you, did you get that? Okay. You know, study and learn. Wives have four basic needs. Four basic needs. Number one, security. Not only financially, but relationally, relationally too. Two, conversational support. You got to see their eyes when you talk to them. Don't look at your cell phone while they're talking to you. How dare you to, you know, looking at your phone while they're talking to you, right? Affection. When I say affection, guys tend to think, oh, does that mean physical intimacy? No, no, it's more than that. You know, we, guys tend to think, you know, a sexual thing, but it is more than that. Hug, touch, caring, all sorts of other things. Finally, wives, wife needs significance. Guys, listen to this. They need your affirmation. You have to tell them how precious they are. And some of the husband or men say, what about our needs? You don't have to worry about that because they are smart enough, mature enough. Your wife's mature enough, smart enough to meeting your, uh, your needs. And guys, I mean, their needs are simple. Food and physical you know, affections and, well, I mean, leave them alone thing maybe. This is three at most, I guess. Husbands are called to give wife sacrificial love. That's what Jesus said here. Greater love has no one than this, that he laid down his life for his wife. Let me ask you, husbands or future husbands-to-be, can you lay down your life for your wife? That's the kind of you know, standard Jesus is demanding to husbands. Husbands should display sanctifying love. This is very important. Sanctified love means you will be constantly working to make your spouse, your wife, more radiant and beautiful in her character. You may say, well, is that up to us? Yes. It is up to you, husbands. Husband, that's the one of your job, to make your wife beautifully Christian, period. It is. That's what Christian, the, the husband's leadership is all about. And last point, this is so important, to, especially for Korean family. Husband should display a supreme love. What do you think is the most powerful kind of human love? Is it the love of Mother for their children? What do you think? Bible makes it very clear the most powerful human relationship possible is the love between husband and wife. It's not a parents and children. Bible says in Ephesians 5.31, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. Marriage is the primary relationship on the planet. We have to understand that. Before God created the parents and children, he established marriage. 
Before there was nation, there was marriage. Before there was a church, there was a marriage. That was God's first priority. <coughs> If you are married, <coughs> then loving your wife should be your first priority. You should love her more than your children and your parents and your friends. You know, I see many Korean families, among Korean families, the priority has tilted. Uh, the mothers and fathers, their, their top priority is their children. That's why they create monsters uh, called mama boys and mama girls. I mean, it is, you know, having a, that intimacy with the you know, mom and dad, I mean, that, that's a great thing, right? But first thing has to come first. That cannot be top priority. Husband and wife is the, how God designed For us to uh, have a Christian family. Okay, let me conclude my message today. The Dietrich Bonhoeffer was a German pastor uh, during the time of Hitler. He was arrested and, and died in the German concentration camp. When he was in, in the prison, he received a letter from a young woman who was contemplating getting married. She wasn't sure marriage was a good idea during such a troubled times. Bonhoeffer's reply is a beautiful statement about marriage. So I'm going to read this for you. This is what Bonhoeffer replied to her. Is, any, is there anything more beautiful in life than a young couple clasping hands and pure hearts in the path of marriage? Can there be anything more beautiful than young love? Is there anything more beautiful? He said, yes, there is a more beautiful thing. It is the spectacle of all men and all women finishing their journey together on the path. Their hands are old but still grasped. Their faces are seamed but still radiant. Their hearts are physically bowed and tired but still strong with love and devotion for one another. Yes, There is more beautiful thing than young love, old love. I like this statement. Wives and future wives-to-be, are you brave enough to step forward and submit to your husband as it is fitting in the Lord? Husbands, are you strong enough to love your wives the way Christ loved the church? When you say yes, God's going to bless you with your marriage, which will last until death do us part. May the Lord bless you, uh, your marriage, and your future marriage. Amen? Amen, Julia? Amen. Let's pray together. Lord, uh, we know who Jesus Christ is. We know what he has done for us. And we know that Christ is living in us because of Jesus Christ who will have the abundance in every aspect of our life, especially in relationship. Many people are going through uh, difficult uh, times, especially in, in um, relationship, Father, because we haven't learned how to have godly family uh, 
through our parents. Lord, I pray uh, your blessing may be upon the couple of our THMC EM and also future husband and wife to be Lord God. Help us to uh, learn how to build up godly family in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.